TJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. It's time now to talk NFL playoffs with Scott Mitchell. Here in the afternoons on Unrivaled here on The Zone Sports Network. Scott, good morning. Thanks for getting up early. Welcome back in. Hey, no problem. Uh, I'm glad you had me at 9 because 8 o'clock I, I'd have been asleep. <laughs> we, can, we can work with you on that. <laughs> That's negotiable. <laughs> All right, so I want to uh, completely geek out. And before we get to who's going to win the games, I'm curious what you think about the future of the young quarterbacks in the AFC. It seems particularly loaded right now. A new generation has taken over. There's some teams that still have work to do. Obviously, Pittsburgh's going to have to replace Roethlisberger. Nobody's exactly sure what's going on in Houston. Maybe Mills is their guy. Denver's going to need a quarterback change. There's a few teams that have some stuff to do. But listen to this list of young quarterbacks. 26-year-old Patrick Mahomes, 26-year-old Baker Mayfield, 25-year-old Joe Burrow, 25-year-old Josh Allen, 25-year-old Lamar Jackson. All of those guys have already won playoff games, and Mahomes has won the Super Bowl. You've got 23-year-old Mac Jones, who has been in the playoffs now with the Patriots. The Chargers have Herbert, who threw for 5,000 yards. He's 23 years old. And then you've got Wilson and Lawrence, who've only had a year in the league, and they went to really bad teams, so we'll see where they go. But that is a lot of young quarterbacks. I'm curious, they can't all pan out. Mahomes has already won a Super Bowl, so he's panned out. Who do you really doubt in that group? You can say the arrow's up for everybody, but is there someone who the arrow is less up for or someone you think has a, uh, a fatal flaw that will be uncovered? They can't all win because they're going to go head-to-head. No, it, it, is, it is an impressive list. And, but I, I, think, I think the group as a whole, I mean, the ones you've listed, they'll, they'll have kind of ebbs and flows through their careers. These, these guys are probably, well, the two that are the question mark right now are probably uh, – Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. And a, a lot of it is kind of, are they going to get the talent around them? Uh, Trevor Lawrence, there's a, some question about whether he can actually get up to speed on reading NFL defenses and the complexity of kind of schemes. Is, it's more than than when you're in college. And, and, and he kind of had a, a bit of a, a challenge with that. Zach Wilson, there's still a lot of question mark with him just because just he's with the Jets is enough of a question mark, but uh, he was he was pretty erratic because some of these guys, you know, I mean, Mac Jones with the Patriots and what he did and the fact that they got rid of a veteran guy in Cam Newton, not Cam's probably on his way out anyways, but uh, for what he did as a rookie and leading them into the playoffs, uh, that's exceptional, and and that will just carry on to next year. As far as talent goes, he's probably the probably the least talented of all of the guys there. Uh, the the guy who's just really, I think, he just continues to get better and and improve is Josh Allen. The performance they had, I mean, they were perfect. Like they had this, you know, I mean, they didn't punt. They just scored every every time they had the ball. And he's a guy that just seems to shine in the big moments. They're not they're not beyond him. Uh, but I I'll tell you the guy I think I don't I don't, I don't want to say he's going to surpass Patrick Mahomes because I think that's hard. I think Patrick Mahomes is the generational guy. He's he's the he's the face of of the NFL. He's the face of all of these young quarterbacks. But Joe Burrow at Cincinnati to win a playoff game they haven't won one in 31 years. 
And he's a guy I've always really liked. And I've really liked that he uh, he shows up in big moments. When he was at LSU and just the gauntlet of games that he went through, and he didn't just play in those games, he was far superior to everyone in you know in playing the Alabamas and playing in a, an SEC championship game and then playing a national championship game and just the dominance that he showed then and then the way he just continues to get better in the NFL. He's you know, he's 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 a heck of a player. It's hard for me, DJ, to really say, yeah, I like I like I like all of them. Mac Jones probably the least talented. Justin Herbert could be a guy. You know, it's still he's he, he kind of lost down the stretch and and really looked for them to kind of make the playoffs. And so, you know, he's a guy that maybe has a has a ceiling. But I, I would take I would take uh, Joe Burrow and I would take uh, 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 Josh Allen as kind of some and I'm, I'm just going to take Patrick Mahomes out. He's he's just he's already there. But those those two guys I think will probably lead the pack with this young group. So the games this weekend, well, the, two of these guys are ready to go head to head right now. You got the Bills or you got the Chiefs. Um, you know, <laughs> I'm going to take the Bills. I I, did, I know I know Kansas City is this team that uh, I, I just I think the Bills are just ready to take that next step. I don't think they're I don't think they're afraid of of Kansas City. I, I think they have the confidence they can beat them. They've been they've been in this situation before. It's unfortunate that this game's a divisional game because, quite frankly. This would be a heck of a Super Bowl, but it is what it is. But I, I just, I just feel like the the Bills are a team ready to take that next step. They went to Kansas City in October and won thirty eight to twenty. And tell me which team passed the eyeball test right out of the gate in the playoffs last weekend? Well, the Chiefs were starting slow, punting three times, turning the ball over twice. The Bills were dialed in, scoring on every single possession. Now, speak ill of Kansas City at your own risk because they're trying to go to their third straight Super Bowl and their fourth straight AFC title game. But I am with you. At the start of the year, I thought this would be the AFC title game. So congratulations to Tennessee for getting the one seed and turning this into a divisional game. But Tennessee doesn't have Derrick Henry. And he's going to have a steel plate. We ran the bite yesterday. He, this is right out of his own mouth at his press conference. He's going to give it a go. He feels pretty good, but he's got a steel plate in his foot. That's a huge but. I mean, of all the things you can say as an athlete, but I've got a steel plate in my foot. That's a pretty big. That's a pretty big thing to worry about. Well, it's one. It's one of those things where it can go. It can go either way, you know, because you've you've got you've got a guy who's now rested and he's talent. I mean, and, and that that team really kind of goes around him. It, it's it's the mantra of uh, Mike Vrabel, the coach. You know this. This kind of tough. We play great defense. We we ball control. Uh, start with the run game. I mean, it, it's counter to everything that happens in the NFL today, and it works. I mean, they have the personnel to make it work. And, but if you have a guy who's been out for a long time, he can either be rusty or he can be rested. And and you just you just don't know what you're going to get. And to your point, you know, the uh, having a plate in his foot, it, you you don't know how much he stands up to the rigors. Of, of a game and 
and it, it's hard. It's hard to come back and say, you know, just be at full speed, full strength, and not have had really any game type of, uh, you know, pressure that, uh, you know, it, it, some guys just don't react well to it. And some guys say, you know what, for a game, uh, I may be a superstar and, and we'll deal with the, the aftermath of it. But um, if he plays and plays well, I still like the Cincinnati Bengals. I just, I think this is a team, I I think there's, I don't know that there might, I don't know that there's a player who has more confidence in his ability than Joe Burrow. I played in Cincinnati, right? And 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 it's not it's not a great place uh, from an organizational standpoint to play and feel like you have a lot of confidence in things that are happening there. Great fan base and great, I mean, an amazing fan base with the with the Bengals. But when you have a young quarterback, he, that, like I don't care about history, I don't care about the Bengals, and I and I just think Joe Burrow is kind of that guy, and he's got that talent. And he's got a he's got a game that holds up under pressure. He's very, very mechanically sound. He's got a lot of talent around him, and it, and it's a team that believes in themselves. And it would not shock me at all if if actually the the Bengals won this game. And and that I, I would pick the Bengals. That's who I am picking. But I I I like him and I like them. Well, when you say not great from an organizational standpoint, I trust you because you played for the Lions, so you've got some you got some experience with not great from an organizational standpoint. You know, the Lions were good, though, DJ. The, the organization you were at the best the years, players. yeah, yeah, they really were. But uh, Cincinnati, you got one pair of socks, and you had to make those socks last the entire year. And I'm not joking. I'm not joking. <laughs> Way to, way to draw a line in the sand that I can't argue with. <laughs> hey, Cincinnati, we had one pair of socks, DJ. What do you got to answer that? I got nothing for that. You got me. <laughs> All right, so the NFC games, you take two AFC road teams. I assume you're taking Green Bay at home over the Niners. And when I say something like that on the radio, defending everything, all right, how am I going to be wrong about this? How are people, what am I missing? And it seems to me the one thing I'm missing here is the Niners' defensive line can be incredibly disruptive. How did a 9-7 and Giant team beat Tom Brady and the Patriots? Well, they had a front four that was incredibly disruptive. And if you can get to the quarterback with four, then the other seven guys, now it's five on seven out there, so good luck with that. So can the Niners' D-line do it, or they got no chance and the Packers are going to win? Look, any any D line that can get to a quarterback with four people is going to win probably 100 percent of the time. I mean, that pressure is the name of the game in the NFL uh, when you are dealing with quarterbacks. Uh, divisional games. Aaron Rodgers is really good. He's had an amazing season this year. Uh, it, it, it's hard when you're a team uh, like San Francisco where it's like traveling two weeks in a row, and it's and you're a West Coast team, and it's. It's not necessarily all the way across the country. You know, they had to go to Dallas. It's a decent trip. Uh, they have to go back home, and then they have to go to uh, Green Bay again. I mean, that that's really that is a factor that's real mm-hmm. and not talked about a lot. But it, it it plays into it's really hard for a team to go on the road like that um, and and travel a, a longer distance. And 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 then you have Jimmy Garoppolo. Who is good? Been to a Super Bowl, you know, won big playoff games, won big in in Dallas, and I mean that's huge. Anytime you can win a playoff game, but but win on the road, big deal. 
really cold weather game, never played in cold weather, the travel lag, uh, you know, you've got, you've got Aaron Rodgers, who just continues to amaze me at what he's done. And, and, and I, I, just, I just don't see the Packers losing this game. Tampa Bay hosting the Rams. The Bucks shorthanded. They were missing their top two rushers last week, although Giovanni Bernard did some good stuff for them, but they didn't have Fournette. They didn't have Ronald Jones a second. Their leading receiver, everybody thinks Mike Evans, but actually Chris Godwin had more catches and more yards, but Evans had more TDs. So Godwin's out with an ACL. Um, Antonio Brown, eh, obviously. Okay, so he's, he's, he's gone there, too. Do they have enough with Evans and with Gronk? Is Brady going to get this done? Or the Rams, who've really loaded up with veterans, man, the future is now, win now. Can they go in there and do it? When you when you talk about don't bet against the Kansas City Chiefs, uh-huh. and, and <laughs> I think Tom Brady's kind of in that same. Yeah. It's so hard to bet against Tom Brady. But, but this attrition with this team uh, and the injuries, and, and there has to come a point. I mean, there just has to come a point where – where Tom Brady and his age and and that really plays into it, and he he's a guy that's kind of doesn't really get bothered by okay this guy's out you know we'll find another way we'll find another uh, player to to get things done so he I don't think Tom Brady's really phased by maybe the lack of some some of these guys like you know I I'm. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. I'm wily enough to figure a new way, a different way to beat you, and and uh, and he's really good at that. Um, so I, I, you know, I don't know if that's as much a factor. Tom Brady's been amazing in divisional football games. I mean, he's thrown more touchdowns in divisional football games than I think I threw in my entire career. Uh, so he's he's really really good in those games. But a lot of it is because divisional games for him in a lot of his career have been his first playoff game. He's got that first week by. And I just think having an extra game late in a 17-game in a season, uh, I just wonder if there isn't some fatigue with the Bucks, and, and they're a team that, you know, they're the Super Bowl champions. And so they get everybody's best shot. And... And that's a hard thing to deal with. It's a hard thing to repeat. And so it's not just it's not just this game. It's all season long. That's all they've seen. It's like every team goes. We're playing the the, the Super Bowl champs, and so they're it, it it can wear and grind on you. And you kind of see some of these injuries happening late in the year, and you just have to wonder if it's because of uh, you know every game you've played this year has been a Super Bowl for the teams you're playing against. And, so the emotion, the the physical um, abuse that you've taken that may be a little bit extra than other teams is is a challenge. But then you have Matthew Stafford, a guy who's played and won only one playoff game. It's a big divisional game. He's extremely talented. Uh, the Rams' defense is is a good defense that travels well. I, I really I picked the Rams from the beginning of the season to be the Super Bowl champion, and, and I, I know it's crazy, but I'm going to pick the Rams. So these games are largely rematches. I don't know about Titans Bengals, but I know the other three are rematches. Is there a coach that you trust more when you're getting a second look? Because the the Rams beat the Bucks earlier this year, and they beat them pretty good. And, and Brady threw for 432 yards, but. The Rams won 34-24, and it wasn't that close. They were up 17 multiple times in that game. 
So is there a coach you trust more when they get a second bite at the apple to turn things around? You mean that's in the playoffs? I mean, right, really, yeah. I, that would yeah. be in these games right now. I mean, if you're talking about the guy, I mean, Bruce Arians is amazing to begin with, and uh, but you've got Andy Reid too. I mean, I mean, I, I wouldn't bet against Andy Reid, and I did, but <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't don't necessarily uh, agree with that. And then, and then, really, everyone else is. Uh, I mean, those are those are really the two guys I think in rematch games that you would, you know, I would I would certainly lean on uh, I, the way they. The way that teams handle it, if they're smart, is they they you know they look at how a team is right now. A lot of these matches are earlier on mm-hmm. in the season, yeah. very different circumstances, and and so you know it's not as big a factor maybe as it as it normally would be. Uh, it, it, you know, it always boils down to finding the right matchup. That uh, you have you have an advantage of, and, and really exploiting that, and that that can change because guys can get injured or or whatever, and, and it's just it's always you know Don Shula always used to say this game is really simple. It's about blocking and tackling. Whoever does that better wins, and and that and so a lot of that you know changes from day to day, week to week, and in you know season to season. He's Scott Mitchell. He's not up at 8 a.m., but he's ready to talk football at 9 a.m., and he'll be talking football this afternoon, unrivaled. You'll hear him right here on the Zone Sports Network leading into the Jazz pregame show at 6 and then the Jazz game tonight at 7. Scott, thanks for a few minutes. We appreciate it, and we'll hear you this afternoon. Always a pleasure. All right. Scott Mitchell checking in right there. Yeah, he was in the locker room with Don Shula. That's pretty cool. If you're young, maybe not, but, man, Don Shula for a big chunk of my life, he was a man. I forgot that he coached a playoff game once on like a motorized scooter. It was like smaller than a motorcycle, bigger than a wheelchair. I don't know what to – this motorized cart. And he would had leg surgery or ACL or heel. I can't remember what it was. He had something going on medically. He was on the sideline of that thing. I remember looking at that thing and, how's he going to get out of the way if everybody comes flying over to that side of the field? It happens real quick. How's that going to happen? But the uh, it's a pretty good collection of memories for uh, Scott there to to start out with the Dolphins and later on play for the Lions. He was in Baltimore for a little while too. So you hear Scott this afternoon, DJ and PK coming up next. Everything you missed in this show, we'll recap it next. And Yock, what do you want to do? We're gonna have another pair of Jessica's giveaway as well. So is it for tuned. the Suns game again? It's for the Suns game, correct? Ooh. Wednesday night, Phoenix Suns, Utah Jazz are playing twice in three days. Jazz play the Warriors Sunday night in Golden State. Back-to-back, they fly to Phoenix and play Monday night, and then the Suns and Jazz come up here and play again Wednesday. So that whole theory I just ran by Locke, and we'll talk about this coming up, get you up to speed on everything you missed in the show, about playing to the level of the competition, which David did not want to sign off on. He did not agree with that. But we'll see if the Jazz do it, and we'll see what they do with the Pistons tonight. We'll give away those Jazz tickets next. Stay with us. DJ and PK at 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.